0: the world. The time is now. The journey is yours. This podcast is your home.
1: Manifesters! Oh my gosh. It's been a long time. Welcome back to the Hunting for Purpose podcast. I say it's been a long time just because uh, we've had a little break on the podcast and my episode is now revving back up. I'm not leaving y'all. I have things to say, things to share people. I have things I want you to know. Okay. So I'm super excited for this episode because one of the things that you may, uh, kind of realize if you hang out in my space is that there's two things. Number one, that I have kind of an expansive application of human design. And part of that is because for me, just in my own ethos, human design has served as a language first, not a belief system, not a faith. It really like I truly uh, dug in when I got into the certification and began studying. And even as I go into um, some of the other teachers and facilitators, it truly for me was about learning to speak this. And so I think that really influences how I apply human design to my life. I'm always looking for how would how would human design say this? What would be the dialect or the the language that we would use to describe this incident or this experience not just from, you know, oh yeah, I felt so connected to her. Wow, that really that really, you know, was a spleen kind of moment or a splenic decision or you know that person really you know bridged my gap with that gate 57 like I love the ability to kind of interpret my life through the language of human design Um, but for me it doesn't define my life so this episode really is in that vein and I think it's a great way to kick off the year for a couple of reasons number one to inform you but number two because one of the things that I want to make sure my episodes empower you to do is to inform, to use your voice. And the more that I can be vulnerable and inform about the way that I think and the way that I approach things and, and how I see things, I think it's it allows me to model that for you. I think that's very three-line. I've bumped into a lot of explanations that didn't work for people. And out of it has come a wisdom about You know, really how to articulate my experience and how to self-advocate using language. And so today, I want to talk about what I call the language for the lines. Now, most of us know the lines because we know our profile, right? So I'm a 1-3, you might be a 2-4 or a 3-5, so we know the lines from that perspective. But hear me out, I am not limiting this language to simply your profile. So if you are accustomed, let's say, I, let's say, let's take the way that I was taught. I was taught as a one-three to see myself as an investigator and a martyr. I know that there are some teachers who change the names and and offer more inviting terminology around it. That wasn't critical for me, just because again, it's just a language. It's just a science, in my opinion. Like it, it wasn't all of that for me. No shade if it does something for you to change all of that. Um, but I just wanted to offer some different language. And the reason why this language has been fun for me to to offer is because I think sometimes we think about our profile in terms of the role that we play and that's very standard in terms of human design language um, or keywording is how they would call it. like that these are the roles that we play. these are the costumes that we wear. I also like to think of the lines as the um the activity that or the the kind of script that we're on if you will not just the role not just the con the the costume but almost the the um the the placement of the character not just the the idea or the concept of the character so I came up with a few uh, language a few words for e- uh, a few words, one for each line that I think just add something to the conversation. And I want you to know that if this resonates with you, I would love to know. Like, uh, screenshot the episode or tag tag me in your stories. Just not like let me know. Like, go in your stories and talk about it, and then let me know what you think. Because I, I don't just want to say, "Oh, that was great." Like, I really want to hear you uh, reflect your experience with this episode because I'll be I'll be frank it's a bit transparent to offer my language that it's kind of like my accent on this language of human design okay so I'm going to stop prefacing and I'm just going to tell you guys because this is kind of fun for me all right so when I think of line ones I think of the word learn I think that anywhere you have a line one in your chart, and especially if it's your profile line, there is this craving to learn. There is this priority around learning. There is an opportunity to learn. There will be a almost a preference for the learning, not just for the mastery, but the actual process of learning. Because remember, line ones are all about the foundation and establishing a foundation and recognizing where the foundation is not solid. So when I think about line ones, when I see somebody whose chart has a lot of line ones in it, I'm like, wow, in their Mercury, there's a lot of learning happening. Wow, in their Jupiter, there's a lot of learning happening. There is a learnedness about this, the way that they experience the world. I wonder what that creates in their body. When it's on the unconscious side, what does it feel like to, to be the student in such a significant way, particularly if they have a lot of it? And what does it mean to to have a lot of learnedness on the conscious side? When I think about their personality, how, do, how does someone who is constantly aware of what they don't know, how do they navigate things? who may always look for their knowledge to be tested. Think about the learning process. Like, how do we know what we know? And even more fun is what if that person has a lot of right variables? Like, how does that conflict work out? You know, I'm kind of describing my chart a little bit, y'all, just to be transparent. I have three out of four right-facing variables. So there's this fluidity. There's this, particularly in the awareness variable, that top right, I... I don't always know what I know, but that just amplifies the learning sensation, the learnedness, the this, this perpetual feeling that I need to be modest. I need to kind of keep my wits about me. I need, don't get too big for my britches. Ta- ta- calm it down just a tad because there's probably something you're here to learn. You know the quotes that say, um, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear? It's like a profound saying. Well, if you have a lot of line ones, I wonder how many opportunities you choose to be the student when you're really the professor. It's just profound, right? Okay, so learning. Okay, line two, listening. Think about that. We call line 2s the hermit. They retreat away and they're they're almost waiting for that projection that calls them out or calls to attention their unique and naturalness, their natural skills and talents. So if you have a line 2 on your conscious side, imagine what are you consciously listening for? What are you listening for? Are you listening for somebody to call your name? Are you listening for someone to to call you by, by identity or by role that you play? Like, what are you listening for? How do you know when you're being called upon? And if you're in the body side on the line too, like, what is that like for you? For your body to be kind of in anticipation of something and yet your mind probably isn't. Because nobody's a two-two. You know, so like what is it like for your body to be listening for something, for your body to be picking up on something that likely your self-concept, your sense of self may not even feel is necessary. I mean, I envision this kind of like waiting on a text message but never knowing who's sending the text, right? Like what if your body's kind of always being like, wait, just listen, 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 listen. And what What is that like if you have a lot of two lines? Fascinating, right? Like, I I just find this profound. I have a, a, a two pretty significantly placed in my Mercury, my conscious Mercury. So I'm always listening for the experiences of others. I'm listening for the crisis others are having. This has made business really interesting, in particular marketing. Because or excuse me, in particular sales, because I used to get on consult calls, and I'd be listening for them to sound like they're that they have a real problem, like there's a crisis. And the challenge is that my experience often didn't perceive their crisis as a crisis. Because that's the gift of 36.2, right? But I was listening for this struggle that I could jump in on and, and kind of save the day and then sell them on my solution, right? But in the consult space, when you, when you have mastery of a skill, when it's easy for you, there is a high probability you you won't hear the struggle in the same way. Because it, you don't identify it. As, it will hear simple. Like you'll just hear a quick solution, But I was listening for the pain. I was listening for me to agree with them that there was a struggle. Anyways, that's an example of me and my communication and how it showed up in in the consult process and and growing my business. But whether it's business or just life in your marriage, whatever, like what are you listening for? Everywhere that you have a line to is likely an area that you, there's this tension of capability with this kind of maybe demure restraint. For, wait, call my name. Say my name. All right. Line threes. Lean. Lean. I know, like L-E-A-N. Okay, go with me on this. Line threes are associated with bumping into things. That's why we call them trial martyrs, and they are known to be in this kind of trial and error process. And when you're a line three, you have to kind of lean into things. There's something that you're kind of like peering over. Line 3s are are a part of this mutation mutative binary. The 3 and the 4 sit in a mutative binary, a change driven binary. They work in duality. The lean, the four, 3 leans over in a very self-serving type of way, but leans over. And the four leans over in service to where can I make a connection? Where can I make a connection? Right. But the three is leaning over, and in the process of leaning, there's this bumping into, there's this tripping and falling, there's like finding your your center and your 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 um, center of balance. Is that what it's called? Like your your core balance. Like think about um, like I envision this ballerina learning to do pirouettes on her toes, right? Until she finds her center, even when she kind of leans for a while, she's going to fall because she doesn't have her center of gravity yet. Like she's figuring that out. That to me is so indicative of the line three experience is that we're watching someone perfect their craft and find their center of gravity as their body transforms, as they build muscle, as they lose weight, as they become more athletic, as they gain capacity. Like this person is obviously and completely and apparently getting better at their sport and yet we're watching them fall. It's because they're constantly leaning. They're constantly stretching. They're constantly pressing the boundaries of their own sense of capability, right? And so think about everywhere you have a line three in your chart, not just in your profile, but especially in your profile. If you have a three, you likely lean. You kind of push a little bit. There's a good chance you're going to fall over, but it's only because you're stretching, there's this continual need to like push the limits a little bit. And it causes a, a like a bumping into things. You, you encounter roadblocks because you press the boundaries of what's possible for yourself and honestly for what other things, what other people think are possible. I find this fascinating. But it has really helped me to see everywhere that I have a line three. Think about it, my conscious Jupiter is 20.3 and Jupiter is like our law it's like how we make sure that we're that we're governing according to the way that we're made and if if it's our law and we honor it then we experience abundance right we experience more of our authenticity and more access to our power and when we kind of um adultery or, or betray our own law that is when we suffer And so if my conscious Jupiter is 20.3, it's this need to like lean into action, lean into taking the action in the now. And yet I have emotional authority what in the world right like that is the fun of to me of human design is i could just tell you sometimes it's hard for me to know the next step and and particularly when it's time for the next step i often have this vision but an implementation can be a challenge sometimes because pacing myself and understanding my own capacity can be a bit nuanced for me but then i look at my jupiter folks it's 20.3 there is this perpetual like internal law that says now is the time to lean in into the clarity that you have, to take action, to produce that which you're clear about. And that's the ticket, right? Like, that's the nuance, is to produce what you are clear about. But how long did it take me to get there, right? Okay, no judgment, no shame. Just saying, line threes, lean. We have this tendency to lean. It can make us seem waif like we waffle. It can make us seem or feel unsure. It can make our experiences in life and relationships feel unsteady. And that's okay. That's okay. Because we're designed to to figure out what doesn't work. And as we pretend, as we continue to figure out what doesn't work, what we get is this core center of gravity. It's beautiful, in my opinion. Line fours. Line fours have what I like to call a little linger on them. You just got a little linger on you. All of the fours have a little linger on them, in my opinion, especially if it's in your profile lines, but not exclusively in your profile lines. So the linger is you can't make a connection unless there's a little linger. Think about the movie Hitch. It's super old, but it's a classic, and I highly recommend everyone watch things with Will Smith in them, particularly Hitch. And in it, he teaches his client to kiss to learn how to kiss and the rule is he tells the client you come 80 and then the person you want to kiss should come 20 and in the process Albert Brenneman I think is the name of the character Albert Brenneman goes 90 not the original number um and then Will Smith who's pretending to be the date that he's supposed to be learning to kiss on was hesitating he was showing some restraint and Albert went in a hundred because he he didn't want to linger but that linger is kind of to me it's kind of the the power or the the beauty of the line four right it's not the it's not the restraint as in pull me out it's the I'll wait for you I'll be right here I'll I'll make the connection for you you'll have to come this close but I'll make the connection for you I've got that for you they are the they're called the opportunist but I I just wonder if everywhere in your chart you considered that you have this sensitivity to the other that can cause you to linger right? That can be, it can seem like a distraction, but if the point is to externalize what is being experienced in the first three lines, that's the objective of the four, is to be able to externalize, then it would make sense to me why a four line would likely have some linger, some opportunity for it to just kind of come together, for the connection to be made so that it can be externalized. Doesn't mean you go slow. You might do this in a very sultry way, but I find the four lines, they got a little linger on them. I kind of like it. All right, let's talk about line fives. Line fives. I used the word limit. Limit, as in a verb, like limit that, limit this. Any person that I met that tend that their body graph would suggest they have line five energy, particularly the higher up it is, they have this awareness of limitations, and when they don't have um, awareness, when they don't exercise their um, authority to like honor those limitations or to call out to make those. Um, limitations clear to to actually create limits then it creates havoc in their life it creates emotional turmoil in their life now most of us like the trendy word boundaries right but i don't want to use it in this context because to me this isn't just a relational term like line fives anywhere you have a line five in your chart is an opportunity to recognize there is a limit there is a limit. There is a capacity, not just a cap- capability, that needs to be accounted for. I happen to have five point um, five um, in my Venus, so there's a value for me. It shows up everywhere. It's on my unconscious Venus too. So there's this value that shows up when I when I exercise the limits that I know are in service to me. I've called them creating a a practice around my self-care but really it's putting limits on what I ask my body to do and what I notice is that my complexion changes when I place a limit on the amount of food that I consume when I place a limit on the number of hours that I ask myself to be awake and available when I place a limit on the frequency that I eat, when I place a limit on the amount of time I stare at a screen, when I exercise limits, then what I notice is this kind of effervescence that comes out of it. It's almost like it beca- I become more attractive because of the limitations that I honor. I notice that that could also be said of the line 5 profile the five line profile as well it's when they're able to articulate their own limits and the limits for their clients that there's almost this like um, it be, they become even more attractive because of their limitations instead of um, less attractive it's a beautiful thing I really suggest that you look at where you have a collection of five lines in your chart are there opportunities can you see where maybe you're negotiating with your limits with your perceived limits and limits can change over time so I don't want anyone to think about this in a very fixed way remember this is my language and we're just adding kind of this expansive conversation I don't want you to be limited by your design I want you to to see it almost as a poetry that someone has written about the way you might experience and navigate the planet that you might human and if that were the case what does it look like where where you have fives that is where you have this kind of wisdom or you have this understanding this innate understanding of the limits of something it's beautiful okay and then let's bring this on home the line sixes the role models I loved the word live for them live Here's why. When we look at the awareness colors, uh, the motivation, excuse me, um, the high the, the line six motivation is six color motivation is innocence. And they say it's not even a motivation. It, we just needed a word since we called the rest of the motivations. Then we have like six color, It's motive it's innocence. But even if we look at some of the others, right? If we look at the perspective variable, um, excuse me, the perspective color, what we get is a view, and it's a personal view. When we look at the um, environment color, what we get is um, the environment, right? Like we get a certain type of environment. Sixth line is shores. When we look at the um, in determination color, we get light. So there's also like if we think about living on the edge and having this personal, like, investment. But it, it's like this honest investment. Like, it comes to light. Like, to me, this is the essence of living. Like, that's the objective. And then on top of that, on top of this kind of beautiful picture that gets painted, is that the line six has this triphasic experience. Where else do we see the maturation process play out? in the life like in humans we see people living like the person that they were as a child is is the same and yet completely different than who they are as an adult right but it's it's their livingness that that kind of both matures them and changes them it both nurtures them and nurtures them there's things that are innate about them but they also kind of mutate over time as they encounter more humans as they are influenced it's a beautiful thing but what i want to offer you is that everywhere you have a line 6 there is this this desire to just live to just live without objective without without the need for followers without the pressure to live in a certain way but to truly just live and that's that is oftentimes a like interesting because i think when we're people who are committed to living then we also kind of put a pressure on ourselves to be an example or to to be a role model or to to be a leader and make sure that we're the kind of person that people can follow but we know that six lines at their when they're in their final when they're off the roof What they become is the leader without followers. They truly just live. It's about a a self embodiment of the wisdom that they have collected over the life. This is what it means to live. What we see off the roof is this is what it means to live after having been through life. Everywhere, in my perspective, in this language, everywhere that you have a sixth line in your chart is likely an area where you are working to come to your conclusion of what it means to live in that particular aspect or in that particular flavor on the unconscious side what is life and living look like in the body on the conscious side what is what is a conscious or a a self-perceived sense of living i love this language for the lines because I think that it's it offers a bit more room and space for some of us to work with our chart outside of um, kind of a prescriptive approach so instead of telling you because this is your first line and this is your second your unconscious line then you need to do this or you need to talk this way or you need to be this way in relationship instead it allows us to relate to other people similar in the way that the variables allow us to commune with one another is if I know I'm talking to To someone who's maybe a 1-3, I know that they are always leaning and learning. If I'm talking to a 2-5, I know that this person is listening for limitations, or they're limiting their listening. If I'm talking to someone with sixes and threes in their profile, they're probably living and they're leaning. They're, They're probably always trying to lean a little bit, but not at the expense of living, or they're trying to live, but they get pulled into leaning, right? Or what about a one-four? Like they're learning and they're lingering. Or are they lingering while they learn? Four-sixes, are they lingering and living? Or maybe, maybe their lingering allows them to live in a way that they haven't before. It's kind of pretty. To me, it's beautiful language. I hope that it adds some beauty to the way that you see your design and offers just a more expansive conversation. I'm excited for our continued conversation over the next uh, months that my episodes drop monthly for you. And of course, please, please, please take the time, if you will, to go into your stories and talk back at me. I would love to continue the conversation. That's all. Talk soon.
0: Before you go and switch off, we would be so humbly grateful if you could take the time to either leave a podcast review right on the platform that you're listening to.